0: What did we just watch, Amy?
1: We just watched Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. And it premiered on Christmas. And we watched it on December 26th. So we are like at the front of the crowd that's watched. W.W. 84. Yeah. 1984.
0: I mean, they stylize it as W.W. 84 a lot. Hashtag. Yeah, we're we're at the cutting edge of cool new movies that everybody's watching.
1: Yeah, yeah, we watched, we watched it, and so it also had a theatrical release in movie theaters. Yeah,
0: don't don't go to the movie theaters. But don't,
1: yeah, um, watch on your HBO Max.
0: So. Yeah, don't go to movie theaters. There is still a pandemic on, despite what some of the people I follow on social media would think.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways. How would you like the film, Kevin? It was fine. It was fine. It was not as good as the first one Wonder Woman.
0: No, but I didn't think the first one was great. I no. thought it, I thought the first one Wonder Woman was
1: pretty good. That's why I thought Birds of Prey was the superhero movie yeah. we needed, the woman superhero movie. And it's still out there,
0: so you can go watch um, it.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, which to me Birds of Prey has been heads above Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. Yeah. But let's talk about... Let's WWE. talk about
0: Wonder Woman. 1984.
1: 1984.
0: Um, uh, so Patty Jenkins returns after directing uh, the first Wonder Woman's movies. Um Movie. movie. There's, only There's only one. Well, she shows up in Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice. Oh. Yeah. Briefly.
1: That's... That's
0: true. It's a glorified cameo. Although, to be fair, I think... Um,
1: also in the Justice League movie. Yeah, oh
0: yeah, she's in that too. Yeah. But I I I don't know if this is Gal Gadot or if this is the script. But I don't feel like I have any knowledge of who Wonder, Wonder Woman is. is.
1: <laughs> That's fair. She's, like she still feels like a, a cameo. She's a beautiful superhero who came from the land of the Amazons, which we don't really know. That's uh, not developed either. Yeah. Um okay, backing up. The premise of this one is, uh, it's kind of a sequel to the, the first one. It takes place about 40 years.
0: No, a lot more than 40 years. The first one was in World War I. I
1: that it was World War II. No, that was
0: one of the interesting things about the first one, is they set it in World War I, oh, okay. which is an interesting time period. Uh,
1: I'm still recovering from
0: I think from it was World War I. Now you're making me look up that.
1: Well, okay, so it's set in 1984. Diana Prince, which is uh, her, her yeah, alter ego. Is
0: um works at the Smithsonian
1: as a, as a like antiquities scientist. antiquities. She, I think she says cultural, cultural attache.
0: Yeah, she does a lot. Um, none of it impacts the plot at all.
1: No, no. Um, and they come across this stone that we gradually learn kind of grants you one wish. hmm. And, um, so spoilers. Yeah. We're going to spoil the heck out of it. She wishes for Chris Pine's character, Steve, to come back because, again, spoilers, (laughs) he dies at the end of the first Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, and he does. And various other people make wishes and, uh, as often happens with wishes, it doesn't go well. Um.
0: Yeah, I have a bone to pick about the wishes as a whole but we'll get there
1: so this is a uh, oh uh, man i am i am so tired from the holidays i forgot to say that this is our first impression, <laughs> unrehearsed unresearched i think they've caught and, that uh, it was yeah. unrehearsed and <laughs> spoilers which is as it's a new movie um definitely pay attention yeah. to the spoilers because we're not within the The acceptable amount of time to talk about a film. Apparently,
0: according to the people I follow on social media, nobody has refrained from talking about this or spoiling it on like Twitter. I haven't seen a lot of Twitter spoilers, but other people apparently have because apparently, since it's at home, you don't have an excuse for not watching it or people just don't care about spoiling it for each other now.
1: Interesting.
0: I don't know. I like to keep my spoilers contained in my podcast where spoilers belong.
1: And you have fair warning before you even listen to the spoilers. Although, I don't think there's a lot of spoiling to this movie. It went about exactly as I expected. Yeah. Um, So, some of the things I liked about it. um, There's got to be something. uh, So, uh, well, this has to do with my my first pet peeve. Okay. I felt like a lot of the scenes carried on just a bit too long. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the initial, sorry, I'm clicking my mouth a lot today. Uh, the initial scene takes place, I'm not sure what the Amazon Island is called. Themyscira. Okay, Themyscira. Uh, it takes place and it's kind of a flashlight flashback to Diana as a child. And they're having this um, kind of... American Amazon. Ninja Warrior-esque <laughs> competition for the Amazon Warriors. And she enters it as a child and learns um, the important lesson. Because she does cheat a little bit when she... Well, she misses... So part of, part of the important part of completing the task is you have to shoot an arrow at certain marker points. Along the route. And she misses one of the marker points because she's yes. not off of her horse because she's looking behind her that's Mm -hmm. part of the lesson too yeah she had been leading so she misses one of those and even though she arrives in the stadium first her mentor played by robin wright pulls her out prevents her from winning you can't you can't do this um i thought that that scene went on too long (laughs) and i think maybe it was the first bit where they're doing all these spectacular stunts but i'm like i i have no i don't know context or
0: what's going on or are they happening simultaneously
1: it's just spectacular stunts and once they hit the competition it's clear to me okay these are you have to do these obstacles in Mm -hmm. this order Mm -hmm. um but the first part just was Visual, yeah, and it was just
0: it was like a a clip show from the Olympics where you don 't know any of the sports uh,
1: and it and it felt since they never return back to the island in any flashbacks in any way, kind of felt like an obligatory look like we're, yeah because this is part of the the women empowerment mm-hmm. is to see these very powerful women warriors in this woman only society, yeah, but
0: just in the first twenty minutes of the film.
1: So yeah, I thought that there's a corresponding the next action scene in it is, a, 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 first a compilation of one woman saving some people in the city,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, they get stuck in the middle of the road, she pulls them out, to interrupting a heist in um, a classic 1980s yeah. mall, and. I think the thing I liked was that they did incorporate little girls Mm -hmm. watching her and being really in awe, which is so important and why I'm glad that these films exist, even if sometimes they're... Blah. Fine. This is the best part for the course. There are plenty oh, of yeah. men-centered superhero <laughs> movies that this are...
0: This is no worse yeah. than Man of Steel, Batman v. Superman, Aquaman.
1: Uh, okay, okay, but be fair. Take it out of the DC universe. There are Marvel superhero. Yes,
0: it's no worse uh, than Iron Man 2 or The Incredible Hulk or... Uh, or,
1: like, the first Thor. Yeah, the, the first Thor. and second Thor. <laughs> And so we get to Ragnarok.
0: Yes. Yeah, no. So Superhero not... movies are just generally real blah.
1: And then it uh I at first it was kind of hard to this hit me, I think, because of the context we're living in the pandemic. It starts with showing Diana Prince as incredibly lonely. Yes. And isolated and she's self isolated, probably it's kind of implied because she lives forever. Any friends, mm. not forever, but much a longer long than a human being. She sees friends grow old and die. Of course, she's lost Steve.
0: Yeah. But I also got the impression that's putting it in a more positive light than I got. Like, I was looking at this as like, really? Diana Prince has made zero friends or done anything interesting since Steve died nearly 70 years ago.
1: And I think that takes away from an empowerment perspective. Yeah!
0: Like, the only thing she's that mattered pining, was this guy uh, who died.
1: She's over Chris Pine. <laughs> ah, ah.
0: Yeah! Like, really? Chris Pine? That's... This one guy that died decades ago that she knew for a few weeks. Uh, so, yeah, I found I found that bothersome.
1: <laughs> there were a lot of things that were detracting from a women's empowerment. Um, mainly... It barely passes the best Yeah.
0: Test. <laughs> Real barely.
1: Barely. And part of that's because on the Amazon Island, there are no men to talk about. Yes. <laughs> and be in scenes with. So when Barbara shows up, played by Kristen Wiig, I was excited. Barbara Minerva. Dr. Yeah. Barbara Minerva. Kristen Wiig,
0: way underutilized.
1: Yeah. Uh, she's a doctor at the smithsonian so i was like women scientists yes um possible friendship between her and diana prince and Mm -hmm. i was so hoping that barbara minerva would not become a villain that then (laughs) fights wonder woman and oh wait what happened (laughs)
0: Exactly that. And she
1: becomes a villain because she wishes so much to be like Diana Prince. Yes. Beautiful and strong. strong. and competent. Men fall all over her, whereas Barbara Minerva is very stereo- stereotypically like portrayed putzy. as a nerd. Yeah. She's not pretty. She's wearing glasses she's got glasses
0: and her hair's up in a ponytail <laughs> i, I,
1: I right know
0: now. i know but metaphorical ponytail
1: no one notices her <laughs> especially not men and um
0: and her one great wish is to become more like diana prince and then it
1: becomes jealousy and then it becomes about domination and yeah being the alpha woman i believe she even says at mm-hmm. some point that's what she wants to be she wants to be an
0: apex predator yeah
1: an apex predator
0: and so she becomes a cheetah person
1: big big sad yeah big sad disappointment
0: (laughs) just just doing nothing of interest with any of that
1: yeah um which which just to me negates any passing of the bechdel test
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, the Bechtel Test is a is a low bar to it begin li- with.
1: But for a women's superhero movie, of which we have now four. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and half
0: of them star this barely a character.
1: Yeah. The Bechtel Test, for those who are not familiar, was embedded by, well, no, it was recorded. It was popularized, popularized by. Popularized by Alison Bechdel in one of her comics for uh, Dykes,
0: Dykes to Watch Out For. Dykes
1: to Watch Out For in the 80s. Um, she had taken it from a friend
0: yeah i think she called it mo's movie test because it was after her friend or the character mo brought it up
1: the test is in a film to pass first of all there must be two women characters second they must speak to each other and third they must speak to each other about something other than a man yeah, that's that's the bar, the lowest bar. And passing it does not mean you have a feminist film by any.
0: No, it is it is not that. a metric of feminism in films. It is really just a metric of the presence of women in a given piece of media yeah. um, that are not defined by men. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Seemingly a relatively low bar.
1: That very few films. Pass. A surprisingly
0: Still. small number of films.
1: Yeah. Still. Um also uh Barbara Minerva eventually becoming more powerful turns into a, a cat woman. a cheetah
0: lady not catwoman
1: <laughs> no a cheetah lady, cheetah lady. <laughs> uh making me recall going to see cats last holiday season <laughs> because
0: her, uh, it was about as good in terms of special
1: effects. Uh, digital fur technology. technology. Oh, and it bothered me so much on the close-ups of her face. It just looked painted on. It was very oh, clearly... Yeah. It was like, very clearly painted on. Like, the Halloween <laughs> makeup that I might do if I were to paint my face as a cat. And yeah. For all the other special effects, I... Just, it's just
0: okay. muddy. It was not impressive from a special effects standpoint.
1: Okay. Uh, so, so far... We don't know who Wonder Woman is.
0: Yeah. I've got very little sense of her as a person, which is disappointing.
1: Which is disappointing. Uh, One of the villains becomes the only other woman in the film. Besides having the flashback.
0: Yeah. And the occasional woman she rescues who has zero lines.
1: Um, Or she works with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple around. but Not characters by any particular stretch of the imagination
1: uh i think some people will pick on the fact that uh it, it very clearly displays or depicts men uh, uh making unwanted approaches to women mm-hmm. over and over and over again and that's how part of how it signals that barbara is becoming more attractive is that she has more men following over her mm-hmm. counter by the fact that even while she's in um being signaled as such a nerd yes. and not pretty, she still has she still has unwanted attention, and you know is um is catcalled yes in in a park walking home alone at night. So I can see that as something that was meant. Yeah, to they tried be, be making a social commentary mm-hmm. about all of these unwanted advances in. A me too movement in 2020 mm-hmm. um but I don't didn't have it a lot
0: of anything to say about it
1: no just that it exists yeah and yeah don't do that man stop it uh-huh stop um
0: yes that's what it. Said. that's all
1: i have to say it didn't say it didn't mm-hmm. say much mm-hmm. um What else do you have? I have one
0: other thing. Well, weirdly to me, so moving a little bit out of the, like, just pet peeves to more bad filmmaking, (laughs) I don't know if that's right. But um, I really did not get a sense of time like this was taking place in 1984, despite it being prominently in the title. Yes, we had a shopping mall scene, Mm -hmm. but shopping malls have existed before and after the 80s. Not much before, but yeah.
1: It, and it, it looks quintessential. It is
0: quintessentially 80s, and I give it that. But everything else felt kind of 80s, but not. I never got a sense of, like, why is this film taking place in 1984?
1: Uh, besides that, we were still in Cold War territory and having a bit of a nuclear arms race with the Soviet Union. Yeah, uh, that's but that—that's
0: a real loose connection. So we had a non 1984 president, like that wasn't supposed to be Reagan.
1: Kind of. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't Reagan. It was yeah. fictional. It was a fictional.
0: It was the DC Universe um, president.
1: And we do have a montage of her taking Steve through. Mm the modern 1984 yeah world. Like, hey it's an escalator isn't this amazing yeah but you then you have him, him
0: like matt like freaking out about an escalator and then jumps into a fighter jet and is just like yeah i can do this i can it's fly the this same. it's the same <laughs> like jets didn't exist in world war one <laughs> but no. he's fine with that
1: and he and he makes it fly yeah and they have enough fuel to get yeah there and back. weird
0: weird that diana prince doesn't drive or fly any vehicles like steve is the one who drives her everywhere yep i don't know how to what to think about yeah, that even that's in, weird in, in, in the car yeah
1: um i something i picked up on and maybe this because i've been watching burning up peter's uh videos on youtube who's a costume designer and very historically based mm-hmm. um Who complains a lot about period movies having very modern styling, fabric choices, Mm -hmm. and hair and makeup? And I was just picking up on that, especially in makeup. It was very modern, it Mm. was not a 1980s makeup look palette. And I could kind of see that for Diana Prince, they were presenting her as timeless. Sure. You could have picked her up out of 1984 and put her in 2020. And she would not have been out of place mm-hmm. in any ways. So I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of that out there that <laughs> she's just ti- a timeless. Yeah, the timeless beauty. just happens
0: to match 2020.
1: Um, but even Barbara Minerva is is very light on 1980s makeup mm-hmm. and hair, even when she becomes you like know Power Woman, the, the the very very quote unquote attractive. Yes. Woman, and to me that would mean. Pumping up that hair yeah. and, and uh, the just so much color on the mm-hmm. face. Um, so... And
0: she didn't have any of that.
1: That's part of what took it yeah, out of... Yeah, and, and it's
0: those forth. things that I don't always like intentionally notice or not, but add a sense of realism to a period piece. I think, for example, um, the first season of Stranger Things nailed the tone of the 80s very well i think the later seasons actually struggled with that but that's another podcast um but i was reminded of like that or like freaks and geeks was Mm -hmm. so quintessentially 1980 in a way that was a hundred percent believable but never like pounding you over the head with it like shoulder pads shoulder pads big hair it felt lived in in a way that this did not Uh, What was the point I was making originally? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Didn't feel like the 80s. I I have some real philosophical questions about the MacGuffin at the center of this movie.
1: Which is the stone. The wishy stone. (laughs) Um,
0: Which Maxwell Lord becomes the wishing stone, which is a real weird solution to the problem that it only grants you one wish mm-hmm. is because then he can grant anybody else's wish and take a price for that mm-hmm. so he can do whatever he wants but apparently it's killing him for reasons that i don't understand
1: probably because a mere mortal was not meant to take on the power of the gods
0: yeah that's that's fair i'll give you that
1: but he so got around it because by granting he, more wishes more wishes so he could take health yes by from
0: everybody from who people. was making wishes um so, I that connection was made fair enough. One thing that I thought was, like, it was not a be careful what you wish for wish granter. It was, like, you want a thing. Cool. It's back. Like, you want Steve. But
1: it took something away. so Yes, for- but not in,
0: like, an ironic way.
1: Like... Well, yeah, Diana Prince, she has her powers taken away, basically, Uh because of this wish. But she could have, she would have happily gone on living without powers with Steve in her life.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, it's not a be careful what she wished for. She's like, yeah, okay, I got Steve back, the love of my two weeks.
1: And and Barbara lost her warm-heartedness? Maybe, I don't know. Question mark, what did she lose? Yeah,
0: all of that was very muddy- poorly explained which
1: also says like beautiful women are not kind and warm-hearted <laughs> but again quote-unquote ugly oops. women are oops.
0: There's, mm, oops that's a that's a that's one yike from me yep um but also like they get the realization through a guy who just knows the answers that oh actually this wishing stone doesn't grant wishes it comes from a god of lies and i don't understand that connection no. that connection like the, the connection was like oh god of lies will you the truth has to win out like that's what we learned at the beginning and we're going to call back to that but how that ties into the stone that grants wishes like isn't untruths like it's not a lie that steve came back it's not a lie that she got her superpowers Steve
1: comes back in another human's body yeah let's talk about
0: the ethical implications of that yeah (laughs) this guy's got a week or so of just you know someone else living in his skin Mm -hmm. that's not great um but like that like oh it's a god of lies and so it's bad but why is a god of lies make a wishing stone like why does that fit under the purview see
1: i just read into it It, they were talking about a trickster god without saying trickster
0: yes but they but they needed it to be lies so they could call back to what is true
1: they were also calling back to gods to like remind us that this is coming from a, Greek, a mythology, mythology yeah. yeah, place.
0: Which, honestly, they should lean more into, not less, I think. I think that's a distinguishing feature of Wonder Woman um, as a character and, and an archetype. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, none of that made any sense to me, which made me care about it zero. Because I didn't have any sense of what the stakes were or, like the the ramifications like what if two people make contradictory wishes and he grants them both what does that have like this someone says I wish this pen was blue well I wish this pen was red like that never gets addressed
1: it does kind of with the 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 shop in England where the shop owner wishes one thing for the customer and the customer wishes her dead and she dies.
0: Yes, but those are but they wish for opposite like yes. different things. They both got what they wanted. But yes. what they wanted was not contradictory. Oh, okay. Um and also apparently no one on all of earth granted this power to make a wish made a selfish wish. Like there was no implication that like somebody wished for peace on earth. Peace on earth or I don't know, a cheeseburger. <laughs> Like it was all like every wish is bad. They're all selfish They're and harmful. All for power. Yeah.
1: It's also supposed to be your deepest wish, I believe, is said a couple times. But it's then, supposed to
0: be one great wish.
1: But then um Maxwell gets random people to wish for like clear traffic. Yeah. And
0: so he can steal stuff from them.
1: More assistants to come in and help. Yeah. Uh which are not
0: one great wish and then his son wishes him for him for him to be successful and then he is but then he isn't i don't know none of it makes any sense
1: and and then you also have to go well you can't you can't think too hard about it
0: you can't but i would like them to think about it a little bit in the creation of the film uh so yeah, yeah. No hero is born from lies. That was the quote at the beginning, which was like said by Robin Wright to be like a, a touchstone. Come back to this moment.
1: Well, I, I don't. I didn't even make that. I don't remember that line. So it was not. It didn't uh, work. Enough of a connection for me to even <laughs> no. put it in my memory. Well, because then
0: Diana said something similar in her big speech at the end, where she was broadcasting to the whole world through. Very dubious technology. Don't think about it
1: too hard.
0: (laughs) Yes, don't think about it too hard. Um, But it doesn't. It didn't. It was. It was a moral that didn't fit the story. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Steve just steals a jet with no repercussions whatsoever,
1: and she makes it invisible. And she makes it
0: invisible, which is a callback to Wonder Woman's invisible jet, um, because she can't fly. So she has an invisible jet except by the end of the movie she can fly. Yeah. So I was
1: like does, wait, did they just add something to the canon of well, Wonder Woman?
0: so I looked it up because I was curious while this was happening. Um in Post Crisis on Infinite Earths, which was a big event in the 80s, um that rewrote all of the DC Comics universe history, Wonder Woman gained the ability to fly. How isn't super important. Um so she no longer needed the invisible jet. Um, they just did that in this movie after using the invisible jet all of once, like it wasn't a part of her characterization or who she was or how she got around. It was just sort of like a callback. Look, we made the jet invisible. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I have this ability to make things invisible. I guess that'll never come in handy again. <laughs> uh, so yes, Steve stole a jet. Um, I wrote high heels as a symbol of dot, dot, dot something. <laughs> they don't know what. In the movie, they don't know what high heels were a symbol of, but they feel like it should be a symbol of something.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's good if you can maneuver in them
0: effectively.
1: Effectively, like, like Diana Prince, like that's a sign of empowerment. Um, yeah, which, I mean, there is technical ability in wearing high heels and moving. Well, I am not.
0: Yeah, but it was it was like focused on by the film in a way that made it seem like they were trying to make a statement.
1: Well, and of course, part of her costume is high heels, which is just, to me, a... can we get away from that? Yeah, can is... we stop?
0: That does remind me of an Aquaman, when the aqua lady had high heels as part of her fish costume.
1: I don't remember that, but that sounds... It was,
0: it was one nice. of those things, like, everybody's swimming, and so they're just kind of floating, but she's floating with big spikes on the back of her heel.
1: Yeah. Gotta you gotta have those signs. Yeah. It's a woman.
0: Um I feel like there was something racism going on with the Egypt stuff. I couldn't put my finger (laughs) on it.
1: I that was that was over my head as to what's like socio-political thing. Yeah. that was that was granted.
0: Um Yeah, I don't right? I don't know what was happening there. I just yeah, I was like I I went is this racism? I don't know why, but something was pinging in my brain. Like this seems weird. Uh Chris Evans died twice. That was funny.
1: That's funny because Chris Evans wasn't even this. Film. Yeah, but
0: I wrote Chris Evans died twice. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pine died twice.
1: One of the Chris's. <laughs> One of the Chrises. Although
0: I will say, I think Chris Pine gets the short stick in a lot of these movies. In a lot of the Chris rankings, um, I definitely say so he's up there with Evans and Hemsworth. Of the Chris's. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Oh. yeah. he was oh, a he I'm was not a sure good Kurt. Per-
1: arguing that he's not.
0: Well, I always hear, like, the Marvel Chris's get grouped together, uh, and I feel like he doesn't end up on those lists.
1: Well, he's he's Star Trek action star, not a yeah. superhero action star. Yeah. I don't know what that means.
0: You had another thing. You said you had one more. Yeah,
1: I wanted to talk about Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord. Oh, yeah.
0: Let's talk um, about Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord.
1: Because, and this has annoyed me in other movies, and I can't remember which ones it was, but... Where it's a woman centered film and then the male character is more interesting and and has a more interesting arc <laughs> than the the woman leading, yeah. leading the film um because i thought i thought pedro pascal's performance was really good i thought he was bringing a lot of acting to a pretty stereotypical not much their role mm mm-hmm yeah
0: nope. yeah pedro pascal's a good actor he did a great job
1: and i don't know maybe that's because of my current attachment to the the mandalorian um i mean i i don't he does
0: so much with the mandalorian without
1: without his emoting face. without his face <laughs> which so, is
0: impressive yeah
1: yeah now getting to see his face and I, it's such a I love it because it's such a transformation from the Mandalorian yes. character. Taken away that he wears a mask almost the entire time. Yeah. Um, the voice was different. Yeah, the mannerisms it was, it, were different. Acting, it um, was good. So I always appreciate.
0: Yeah, no, I think he did a really lot of interesting things with that role, even though the character was incredibly thinly sketched, mm-hmm. with very muddled motivations and no real sense of person.
1: <laughs> but emoting a lot, it's it's too much of a bow tie ending where he's pulled out of being yeah. this huge villain because it's going to hurt his child. Yeah. And, and that becomes more important to him than, than being all powerful. Yeah, although
0: we never really got a sense that he cared a lot about his kid exactly. before. Yeah. So like yeah. him him coming to the end of like, I really actually do care about my son made me go, but like why? Like where what? Was where did this come from?
1: In in the rest of, of the film,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like there was no growth there. It was just a switch from A to B because that's what's supposed to happen in this part of the story, mm-hmm. which felt disappointing. And the fact that um, Barbara Minerva basically becomes like his sidekick mm-hmm. was one more thing in the like list of like we don't know how to deal with women in our movies, sort of thing. <laughs> Like, take the only other character with a story, who is also a woman in this, and make her a sidekick of the villain for very, like, selfish, uninteresting reasons. Mostly so they would fight with each other at the end, because we had to have a fight.
1: Mm -hmm. It had to be between... The two women. Women.
0: Yeah. That's hashtag empowerment. Two women can fight each other, too, in superhero movies, Amy.
1: The only other thing I have to see... I'm looking it up right now because I can't remember. Uh Uh-huh. I I noticed this, which is going to be completely over most people's head, but the scene where they're doing the montage of uh, Steve discovers the technology and whatnot of 1984. Yeah. They were doing a, uh, a Schubert song. I uh, was over it, and it's one I sang in college. Oh. and it's it's a funny song, and it's about a trout. Okay, I think, I think I'm looking to try to confirm, <laughs> but it's not on the soundtrack. Yeah, um, probably because it's in German, and <laughs> that's that's not interesting. Um, and to me, that was like um about him being a fish out of water, mm. and yeah. very few yeah. people were going to. To noticed um, yeah. to notice that. Well, but I mean I he
0: was it was, the film was scored by Hans Zimmer, who's a he's a you know a strong musical composer. I don't know how much show- Well, this
1: wasn't scored. score. Well I know, I but mean, this is just I feel like
0: when you're doing the score you also have a lot of control over what like oh, yeah. music yeah, is played. Yeah. Um very little music of the eighties though. Again, yeah, in that's, that's in feeling like it was like, no. the eighties. There was like maybe one in the shopping mall. Um, we did get the Wonder Woman theme, which um, I will give them the like guitar riff going like da, 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 da It's good. It's a good theme. It's it. It plays well. Um, it's not as iconic as the Superman or Batman themes. But it works well. When I say Batman theme. I mean, of course, the 1960s. Adam West dun Batman dun, thing dun, dun, dun. or Superman, he's Superman, he's Superman.
1: Okay. I currently cannot find okay. um, any confirmation that it was the trout travel- <laughs> German Trout song, but I'm pretty, I believe it. Pretty sure. I don't doubt. If it wasn't that, it was definitely something I sang because <laughs> I, I knew it. Um, College was 15 years ago, so So, I don't don't remember so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Pedro Pascal was real good, though. I agree. He was real good. Um, I I did make a note uh, of the final scene. Hey, Wonder Woman 84 is a Christmas movie now.
1: Because it takes place
0: at Christmas for reasons that do not...
1: I don't know if it takes place at Christmas. It ends at Christmas. Well, yeah, that scene takes place at Christmas. Time is...
0: We yeah, there's. don't
1: have really sense of how many, how much time this took over.
0: Yeah, people are jetting all over the place. Sometimes literally. Ugh.
1: The fight. I mean, the fight scenes to me were not we're fine. exciting. There was there, there was some trouble editing where I had trouble seeing. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I think it was okay.
0: Yeah, most of the time it was fine. Um, it was weird to me. This is the thing I noticed. Particularly in, like, the White House fight.
1: That one was where I was really noticing.
0: How much, like, they were focusing on Diana protecting people in, like, sort of weird ways. Like, one guy gets thrown across the room, so she uses her magic lasso to put a chair under him when he lands.
1: Well, she makes very clear that it's not their fault that they're defending mm-hmm. um, And I Maxwell's get that! Character.
0: And so she's trying not to hurt them, but I'm also going like flying across the room and landing in a chair is going to hurt just about as much as hitting the as wall. Hitting the door, yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> like that sort of thing. Like, oh, she's stopping them, kind of. Or when she uses the magic lasso to catch a bullet. That didn't make any sense to me. That was in the, in the car chase. I actually think the car chase was one of the better action sequences. Um still muddled and you still didn't have a lot of sense of place of like where the people were in relationship to each other or how many cars were in the convoy. Which is
1: It was also wasn't clear to me in the car chase was she losing her powers because they kind of, they'd established that she was, but yeah. she still seemed to be strong. Yeah. Until the end. When she dropped the rope. Uh and she kind of fell out from being under the car. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, that's, that was, that was yeah, that was Yeah, But when fine. you don't have a
0: strong sense of, because this is the thing I think the Wonder Woman, the last movie did, struggled with, is you don't have a real strong sense of, like, what her power level is, like, mm-hmm. how strong she is or how good she is at certain activities. So removing that is subtle. It's not super clear, like, is she just really strong? Is she, you know, supernaturally strong? You know, what's She's the really level? Fast. Yeah. Um, Which I think is a certain amount of, like, characterization of her powers being just unclear. Because does she just have the powers of an Amazon, or is it above and beyond because she's also Wonder Woman, so she's a super Amazon? I don't know. I don't think the movie does either.
1: I'm suddenly remembering too when this came when when the first one came out, all of the controversy about it, and one of them was that the Alamo Drafthouse house did um like women a only, only show me and this, yeah. the the
0: internet got mad
1: the red pill side of the internet just lost their minds mm-hmm. uh, and i to me, I don't think there was any controversy surrounding this film. I don't know if it's because it's kind of getting a quiet release as you know it's coming out, and most people are going to see it on h b o max mm-hmm. rather than.
0: In a movie theater. Movie theater. Yeah, I think there's there's a certain trepidation that I think I've seen from media critics I follow on Twitter. Um, that there's there's kind of gotten to the point where having any opinion about a woman centered superhero movie will get you angry opinions. Liking it or not. Like uh, the female Ghostbusters movie being an example. Captain Marvel being an example. So I think when you have a movie like this, which is mostly just fine. Some people will like it a lot. Some people will dislike it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we definitely fall in the real middle of the road camp. Mm -hmm. And so if you are public on the internet about any of those opinions, it's sometimes easier to just not say anything. Mm -hmm and just kind of hush up about it. Um, I'm reminded of Lindsay Ellis um, getting accused of, like, loving Marvel's Marvel woman, Miss Captain Marvel. There we go. Words are hard. Um, despite never having made any public comment about it whatsoever. Um, but someone was using that to, like, talk her down, and she eventually was like, I didn't say anything about it because I didn't really like it, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to take away from the sort of moment of it. Um so it's real weird that you think I was defending it mm-hmm. when I said nothing. So I think there's some of that still even with this movie although I've seen less public controversy.
1: Yeah, I, well I just wonder how yeah. much is pandemic and yeah. and it's kind of off people's radars. Mhm. Um
0: but yeah, it it was fine. It was aggressively fine.
1: Aggressively fine. Uh and then there was the cute little button at the end, cute Yeah, cute. Willinda Carter shows up
0: as someone important.
1: Asteria, who had the armor, yes. Who had the
0: where? This is okay. This is just my brain catching up. Where did Wonder Woman get the armor from?
1: She found it because she's like a cultural anthropology something or other at the Smithsonian. So she goes finds. She goes to find artifacts,
0: and so she just did. She have it already, or did she just go find it?
1: It wasn't clear how long she had had it. Okay.
0: Um, I also that also reminds me of how often she would just be in her costume unexpectedly, mm-hmm. and I, like in the car chase, I think she was not wearing her Wonder Woman costume, and then she was, and there was no sense of like change or transformation. It was just like, oh, I'm in an action sequence now. I better be wearing my costume, mm-hmm. which was real annoying. Mm-hmm. Like we're just we're just not even going to mention that. It's just oh, an action sequence happening, so you better put on her Wonder Woman costume.
1: Yeah, I also wondered about pants, mostly because Supergirl in this last season or has two, pants. Uh, <laughs> did switch over to pants, yeah. and that was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, in the show. So, I thought instead of the short skirts.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, I feel like I, I don't really want to go watch Wonder Woman again. The first one. But I feel like the costuming in general was better in the first one. Like I feel like I didn't have a lot of thoughts about it, like I think it just kind of worked.
1: Didn't she have a shield in the first one?
0: Probably. Okay. Yeah, well I feel like I feel like in some of the war scenes she did, she had a That was uh, part of
1: what, what blocked all the I I remember her just running through the trenches and into the town that had been taken over by yeah. the Germans and just being shot out.
0: Yeah, she lot. may have like picked up a shield, you know, like a car door or something. There's always car doors around when you need a shield. Or silver platters that Steve uses to block the bullets. Shoot, in the bullets what... went through them. Yes, there were bullet <laughs> holes in them. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's all the things I have to say. Yeah, I we, like Linda Carter. I, I kind of want to go watch the original Wonder Woman with Linda Carter.
1: Well, maybe it's a button to a, a third movie where she shows up. Then I know, we'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, I liked Cameron Esposito's tweet about, I don't know if it was a tweet or an Instagram. I think it was a tweet. About, that the end of the movie, it didn't happen. After, yeah. After the credits. After the credits. It wasn't on screen. (laughs) Yeah, and it
0: wasn't filmed, but after the credits, after.
1: After Barbara and Diana got together. Yeah. And I'm, I'm here
0: for that. Oh, To be fair, the scene with them at like the coffee shop felt very flirty. Yeah,
1: uh, that uh, to me was queer baiting. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I was like, oh, okay, maybe they're not going to make Barbara the villain in the film, and she's actually going to be uh, a help a new, to Wonder Yeah, woman. no, no,
0: yeah, it was it was very queer baiting. <laughs> like, talking, you know, getting along, having friends, mm-hmm. being buds, but no. Yes, I think that is. Um, yeah, Kristen Wiig is a better actress than this. Mm-hmm. She, she did not elevate her role the same way Pedro Pascal did, which was disappointing. Uh, but she was given so very little. Yep. Uh, yeah, Chris Evans keeps dying. I wonder if they're going to bring Chris Pine back again for the next one, just to kill him off a third time.
1: <laughs> that that would be interesting, I guess.
0: I would enjoy that. Because uh, there's gonna make you know, They're gonna make another movie. Um, I would just like them to keep bringing Chris Pine back every few every decades time. and just killing him off again. Sorry.
1: Show him the new technology, <laughs> and then. You know,
0: yeah, I did I see a tweet. It's the first time I've ever seen um, a male love interest get fridged twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, although I don't, I don't see what Diana sees in him. Like I like well, Chris that's Pine. because
1: everything about the characters and the story is very skeletal. Yeah, and, and so there's,
0: yeah, I don't have a, not much. I don't to go a sense on. of who Diana is. Like, and and I haven't seen Gal Godot and anything else. Is it Godot or got it? Got it? Got out? I've heard the T at the
1: end more okay. often.
0: I just not. I waiting for Godot. It. Which I know is, that's
1: fair. That's fair. It's spelled differently. It is,
0: but that's how I do it in my brain. Um, I've not seen her in anything other than Wonder Woman as a role. So I don't know how good of an actress she is, but I have not been impressed by her in this role in either of the films really. Yeah, that's true. I I don't she does not help me get a sense of who Diana is mm-hmm. as a character as opposed to something like Captain Marvel where I think Brie Larson did a lot with very little, very little in Captain Marvel. There was a lot of nuance in the performance that she brought to that role,
1: mm-hmm. which elevated
0: it. And I don't think that happened here.
1: Yep. Yeah, I think I think that's all I got. Yeah, I got you- one
0: one last good note, which was uh, the guy who wanted coffee was a person I recognized. Yeah, you
1: did You did just, good at the game. I need to
0: point it out because I'm always bad at the game. But the guy who came in and wished for a cup of coffee and then got a cup of coffee was... I've okay, now forgotten his name.
1: Awesome
0: Chowdhury. Awesome Chowdhury, Chowdhury. Um, who we know because we've been watching season six of Taskmaster, a British panel show it's
1: a, a competition, except there's not really It's, just, it's a all about comedy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a group of five comedians are given ridiculous tasks to perform and then rated against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is in that season, um, and I recognized him. I was like, that's Asif Good Chowdhury. Job. And I went and looked it up and I was like, yeah, that's Asif Chowdhury. You
1: were, you were right.
0: He was in one scene. Couldn't remember which Chris I was watching, but I knew it was Asif awesome <laughs> Chowdhury. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs>
1: All right. You want to talk about the Patreon?
0: Yeah, let's talk about the Patreon. We have a Patreon. You can go to 5degrees. Dot... Nope. 5degreesbetween.us five- five mm-hmm. yep. for our website. And we're able to pay for that domain because we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash 5degrees which is where you can give us a dollar or more per episode for every episode that we make. We don't have a release schedule, so there's no guarantees on how often we're going to do it. We didn't do anything last week, I think. What is a we week?
1: Uh, this, these holidays. Yeah. Even though there was no travel it's involved, still, it still, still
0: was a lot going on.
1: Still a lot.
0: Um, yeah, so if you want to help support the podcast, help us keep doing it. We're going to be doing it. We're always going to be releasing it for free because that's what podcasts should be. Podcasts should be free and accessible via an RSS feed in whichever podcast reader you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you want to help support us, feel free to give us a buck or two per episode. We appreciate it, or more. Um, For any level of donation, you get access to secret double unedited episodes, which are just these episodes, but with extra audio at the beginning and end, Uh, from the moment we turn the mics on to the moment we turn it off.
1: Which is mostly us talking to our cat.
0: Mostly us talking to and or about our cat. Um, You get a list of movies we didn't pick on a given episode. Uh, Many weeks, not this week as a matter of fact, uh, but many weeks we choose a a group of movies. I pick five or so and then Amy picks one of those five for us to watch uh, because that narrows the choices down and makes it easier. So you can see what movies we didn't watch, many of which show up in future episodes Mm -hmm. because that's how we do Um at higher tier supports you can even suggest episodes for us so if you give us ten dollars an episode you can you can suggest movies Um, no guarantee we'll pick them and certainly no guarantee we'll like them but uh if you are generous enough to do that feel free to uh reach out and we'll let you help us pick some movies uh i think that's it i think that's all the patreon stuff i'm supposed to say all right Subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher, rate us, review us, give us five stars. If you hate us, give one star to the Joe Rogan experience <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah. yeah all
1: right all right, all right. All say nice. good night Amy. Good night, Amy.